Bitcoin whales have left the market, resulting in over 50% declines over the last two weeks. We're going to be looking at a lot of headlines, including the hash rate computation that's currently going on, confirmed transactions per day, seeing a drop alongside with some major headlines, the crypto fear and greed index, the Federal Reserve cutting interest rates to zero, as well as looking at some trends on Google Trends. You can see unemployment benefits here, seeing some new highs. And we're going to talk about what this means for the economy and look at the major assets of the central bank and why the Fed's purchasing over $1.5 trillion in assets may hurt the economy and also see a short-term stimulus and so let's go ahead and take some questions from our live audience today but first i want to draw out some technical analysis because not a lot of people are looking at the ta but we've got a very bullish falling wedge forming right now and you can see bitcoin's price is currently inside of this bullish wedge and if we go ahead and draw the top part of this wedge and if you guys don't know what a bullish wedge is i will go ahead and show you guys the definition of that here which is in our discord the link is in the description below for those of you not in our discord but you can see the way a bullish symmetrical wedge forms here is by the actually i'm sorry it's a falling wedge here the falling wedge is a bullish pattern that begins wide at the top and contracts as prices move lower you can see that's exactly what we're seeing here with bitcoin's price right now and we are currently still maintaining inside of this wedge we're going to look at this technical analysis as i do have a bullish and bearish case for bitcoin but i want to be very clear in the fact that medium and short term right now i am extremely bullish about bitcoin in the short term there is still a possibility for bearish price action and i'm going to talk about exactly why i have this opinion right now and if we look at where we are in the 200 week moving average we'll pull up this chart here i've got some very micro trends here pulled up in this chart to show you guys what's happening in the short term you can see here we're in this in-between zone where anything above this green line would be above that 200 week moving average and we're still below that 200 week moving average but what's interesting is it seems as if bitcoin has lost its own grip and is following the s p 500 to the t as you guys can see when we look at investing.com we now see the s p 500 seeing some record numbers and record lows today but looking at futures we're seeing some very positive numbers for tomorrow and so what that means in my opinion is that we will see some upside for bitcoin tomorrow but understand that until we are above that 200 week moving average things are not going to be as bullish so that 200 week moving average is going to be right around that 5500 dollar level you can see that $5,500 level is really where that 50 or that 200 week moving average is sitting right now. And so until our price action can go above that green line, I am not going to say that we are still going to see any bullish price action because there is that room for downside. However, I do believe that we have seen the bottom or at least close to the bottom because as you guys know, if we look at what happened in 2000 and 18 from this bull run when we finally bottomed out it was a very significant push down it was very random and it shocked a lot of people and of course when we look at the crypto fear 
and greed index we are currently at all-time fear levels here showing extreme fear right now and when you understand what that means you can see this extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried that could be a potential buying opportunity and so that's why i believe that we have either seen the bottom or close to the bottom because you can kind of see it's almost like uh you know it's almost like a capitulation as you can see you know we've got these very very formal levels that formed up top here and then out of nowhere we see this massive push down and that's exactly what we witnessed here at the end of 2018 where we had all these levels that seemed reasonable and out of nowhere we saw this push down to around 3500 and then we never went below 3086 from that $3500 push down and so for us to possibly see a little bit of some further lows I think is possible, but it's really going to be based upon what happens with traditional markets as the S&P 500 is highly correlating with Bitcoin right now and it's primarily due to the fact that they're not correlated assets, but people are just overall selling off in every market. When we look at gold right now, you can see here Zao USD seeing some major sell-off, breaking some major trends here. This was a parallel channel that gold had stuck in since June of 2019 initiating its bull run all the way up to around 1700 and of course now we are back down below 1500 that to me also is a sign that we've potentially seen the bottom when it comes to equity markets because of the fact that people usually stay in gold when they want to hedge against other markets and because gold has seen some massive sell off a lot of people are going to cash right now but people won't stay in cash and I'll talk about exactly why people won't stay in cash and that has to do with the federal bank you can see here the federal reserve cuts rates to zero to support the economy during the coronavirus outbreak and why this is important is because they just also announced a 1.5 million dollar quantitative easing stimulus for the economy which means they're going to start buying back bonds and assets and that doesn't necessarily mean it's the best for the economy but we may see some improvement when it comes to the S&P 500 and the charts because of the fact that they are going to be pushing liquidity into the market you can see here it says Sunday's latest emergency action suggests the feds believe the cogs of the US economic machine were getting gummed up and it was concerned that waiting even 3 more days could be too late to prop up the economy so instead of doing their meeting on Wednesday they said no I'm going to have to do this on Sunday because we are so fearful of what's happening right now in the market due to the global pandemic that we're all experiencing of course with lockdowns throughout different cities in the United States and that continuing to arise. I see we've got Danny here on Twitter saying good stuff. Thank you so much. But understand this article is important. I want you to read a little bit more in depth because it's going to talk a little bit about what we're watching right now to understand when we're going to finally bottom out from this huge sell-off which of course is already pricing in this global pandemic. So you can see here it says the Fed's also said it would purchase another 700 billion worth of treasury bonds and mortgage-backed securities. It also struck a deal with five other foreign central banks including the Bank of Canada, the Bank of England, the Bank of Japan, the European Central Bank and the Swiss National Bank to lower their rates on currency swaps. So this is a worldwide effort to stimulate the economy as all global economies are being affected by this virus. You can see here it says the global currency market has been short on the dollars, a safe haven currency that investors and countries buy in times of crisis. And that right here is exactly why we saw a major sell off in gold. It's exactly why we saw a major sell off in Bitcoin. If you guys are holding silver, we saw a major major sell off with silver, seeing some very bad declines. But of course, 
what's happening right now is we're seeing investors flock to the us dollar however understand with the federal bank printing 1.5 million dollars to stimulate the economy they are also lowering the value of the us dollar because if the us dollar is something that can just be printed out of nowhere then where's the value in that so understand this is where bitcoin's fundamentals come in play and we all know the halving is coming up in may and what's interesting about that is you can see with bitcoin at these lower prices it's really hurting miners because we initially saw a very big spike in mining but now with bitcoin under 5000 we're seeing a lot of miners exit the market just because they most likely cannot stay and grip these price levels to stay profitable and so that right there is also another concern you can see transactions also starting to fall per day so a lot of things are starting to fall but i see that as a big opportunity because understand everything that goes up must go down and everything that goes down must go up for the most part if it's something that has intrinsic value which of course we all know bitcoin does as well as u.s equity markets is that encompasses the trillion dollar corporations in our market and so looking at this chart in my opinion the bottom is here or close to being here most likely may see some further downside in the short term but in the medium term as you can see as long as we can stay inside of this falling wedge i think things can look positive for bitcoin so we have up until around that 4400 level to stay in this wedge and even if we wick a little bit lower i still think for us to make it back into this wedge would be positive positive. and until we are above that 5500 level which is that 200 week moving average is then when i would say that we are back into a potential bullish trend but of course for us to just go to 6200 wouldn't be enough we want to see price levels go to the upper part of this wedge towards that seven thousand dollar level and uh, hopefully break through 6900 which is the resistance here and into that seven thousand eight thousand dollar range which would then give us a lot more of a bullish case for bitcoin but understand these markets are oversold right now it is being grabbed uh, it's it's being grabbed by fear everything is being sold off in fear that this global pandemic is going to end the world but we all know that we've been through things like this in the past now of course i'm not saying it's not serious but understand that this is more of an opportunity in my opinion than something to be worried about but of course there is that potential for us to see lower levels but realize that bitcoin is following the s p 500 very closely you can see here with price levels matching where we were around october of 2017 here you can see october of 2017 from that initial bull run we saw bitcoin around that five thousand three hundred dollar level and when we look at a traditional market like the s p 500 you can see here the current level which we're at right now matches right here where we were in october 2017 and so it's almost as if due to the fact that we're seeing such a major sell-off in traditional markets bitcoin is being forced to see sell-off as well and the whales are saying hey we're going to go to cash if everyone else is going to cash because of the fact that we want this to be a legitimate market and if this is the case and we expect the traditional markets to go back up then understand that that also means bitcoin will go back up and so if you are betting on the economy collapsing and all of our u.s corporations like apple and microsoft to go bankrupt well then maybe bitcoin might go to zero but if you're counting on the fact that this is a very short term cycle and yes we are quote unquote in a bear market potentially in a recession but understand this was one of the fastest bear markets to ever happen then it will most likely be one of the fastest markets to go back into a bull market 
being the fact that what happens fast typically results in something even faster. And so understand that if we're betting on the US economy, which has proven us right for a very long time to continue to see higher levels over the long and medium term, then we can also bet that Bitcoin will also see that type of price action. And so understand dollar cost averaging into Bitcoin right now is probably not a bad idea for those that want long term positions because it's highly correlated right now with traditional markets. Shatter Studio says 1000. Well, understand this. If Bitcoin did go to 1000, I want you to realize this with Bitcoin at 1000, that would bring us back to where we were around. Let's say if we go back here to when Bitcoin was at thousand dollars, right? If we want to predict that somebody in the chat on YouTube said a thousand, that would bring us back to April 2017. Let's see how possible that is, because that could definitely be a possibility. I'm not counting that out, but April of 2017, you can see would mean we want to see the S&P 500 drop down to around, let's say we've already wicked down to that level, right? So April would be right around that 2350 mark, which we actually already hit. So understand this, there is that possibility that we could see that price action down to, let's say $1,000. And we're under the 200 week moving average. So anything below the 200 week moving average, keep in mind is bearish. But understand this, we expect the traditional markets to eventually see upside and therefore we will most likely eventually see upside with Bitcoin. But nobody right now can call the bottom of the traditional market. That's impossible with this not being a technical reason, but more of a fundamental reason of seeing a sell off. And so understanding that you'll realize that regardless of where your money's at right now, gold, silver, Bitcoin, US equities, we are most likely seeing a sell off in those assets. And so it's a very important thing to keep in mind. Um, but understand that we are still in a bearish trend and anything under that 200 week moving average constitutes bearish price action. And so that's that $5,500 level that we want to close above on a daily or weekly candle. And so understand that when we go to Google Trends, you can see here what's very interesting. Something I found here is we're seeing a spike in searches for unemployment benefits, right? And I wanted to see when has this happened in the past? And what's interesting is you can see here the last time that happened and we saw a major spike was around January of 2019. When we look at a traditional market like the S&P 500 in January of 2019 here, you can see that was right after we saw a major correction in the market and then eventually we continued back up. So January was when we were just bottoming out in the market, right? And then what's also interesting is when we look at this Google trend and you see here in the last period before January of 2019 that we saw a spike was around January of 2016. When we look at the traditional markets in January of 2016, you can see here also saw a correction in the market. And when January 2016 hit, we saw that that, that was the bottom. And that's when we saw a spike in unemployment benefits being on Google as a trend. And what I think is interesting about that is I think that constitutes the max level of fear that people have. It's the fact that they're so fearful that they're losing their jobs that they start searching for unemployment benefits. And that typically is when markets will bottom out because of course markets work on emotions. And so when people are most fearful, it's typically when we see the bottom. And of course, from there, we typically see upside. So I think it's a positive thing 
that we're seeing a spike right now finally in unemployment benefits as a search result on Google because in the past that has correlated with being potentially the bottom of a bear cycle or a market correction and so very interesting to see that and what's also very interesting in my opinion is understanding the total assets of the major central banks because it was really in the 2008 crisis that they started purchasing assets and you can see here before that they had under a trillion dollars vested into the markets but of course as 2008 progressed and we saw the great recession they realized we have to bring liquidity into this market and save our economy and so they started putting liquidity in the market of course that then started the longest bull run in history this 11-year bull run and since then they've continued to add liquidity into this market and of course right now they said that they're going to add another 1.5 trillion so what that means is they're taking the current liquidity from around 4 trillion to possibly bring it up to around 5.5 trillion and as you can see the other major central banks of the world will typically follow what the us does and so that's currently progressing right now but what's interesting about that is as we start to see more and more money um, i'm sorry money being printed by these central banks that lowers the reputation of the currency it lowers the value of the currency and in my opinion it brings bitcoin back to its fundamentals of being a storage of value that is away from government control nobody can just sit and print more bitcoin and so i think it's interesting what's happening right now and a lot of uncertainties in the market but i want you guys to realize that typically with this type of uncertainty especially when we start to see extreme fear is when things start bottoming out and start to get back to normal levels and so understand there's a very big possibility that we could see further downside with bitcoin nobody knows what's happening right now nobody knows when this is going to end but understand that for the most part the prices are right now priced in when it comes to people expecting a global pandemic and for things to start to continue downward there has to be more and more bad news and so unless there is more and more bad news then we'll most likely see the bottom sometime soon and so I think it's just very important to realize that with this bear market that we're in right now with this falling wedge that we're sitting in right now that things could potentially look good in the next few weeks but for now anything under that 200 week moving average for Bitcoin specifically is going to be bearish and that's that $5,500 level and then when we look at traditional markets they've broken major major fundamental moving averages and you can see even the S&P 500 here closing way and above it's 200 week moving average so there's really no bottom in sight just yet but this has happened in the past a lot of times you can see when we look at past corrections we've broken the 200 week moving average when it comes to equity markets and we went right back above them so the moving averages don't seem to constitute that much of an importance when it comes to these traditional markets but for bitcoin of course it's barely ever went below its 200 week moving average and when it did in 2016 it was a very very short time and it was just a wick but of course this is the first time that we've seen a close under that 200 week moving average for bitcoin and that happened yesterday you can see here we closed out on sunday right below that and that of course is very bearish for the short term and so i hope this answered a lot of questions I had a lot of people asking me about where are we being 
you know, uh, where should we focus on when it comes to looking at Bitcoin right now? I would say just focus on traditional markets, focus on what the White House is saying on a daily basis because it's impacting markets. You know, when Trump came out on Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern time and had an announcement about announcing that this was becoming a national emergency, of course, we saw the highest record uh, stock market uh, increase that day as we closed on Friday. And so uh, understand when the federal bank announced 0% interest, we saw one of the major declines today. And so a lot of this is going to be affected by the news. A lot of this is going to be affected by what happens with this global pandemic as we continue to fight this as a country and as a global economy, because of course, this isn't just affecting the US economy. So a lot of factors are uncertain right now. But what I will tell you is, We've seen major downside when we look at U.S. Treasuries, even the two year yield, you can see here we're seeing very, very low levels, almost going into negative levels. Um, and so these are unprecedented times. These are times that are extremely uncertain. But realize that at the end of the day, if you are betting on these U.S equity markets to go to zero, you're also betting that Bitcoin will go to zero. Now, if we're betting that we're going to continue to see downside with these US equity markets, then we can also bet that Bitcoin will still see further downside. And of course, Bitcoin has seen a rapid increase in price since 2017. And so at this point, we are in a very critical level for us to realize that we need to bottom out here very soon, if not already have seen the bottom priced in for us to start seeing positive price action for Bitcoin, because of course we did close below that 200 week moving average. So I really wanted to get this out of the way. It's almost 3.30 a.m. right now where I'm at. I did a lot of research on this. Really wanted to give you guys a look at the federal banks, the type of assets that they're holding and give you guys the best article on what this means. And so hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Uh, we had a great day with trades today. We caught a beautiful short. We almost caught that long, but entry didn't fill. Um, and of course, we are monitoring these markets, but realize things are very uncertain right now. And you never want to trade more than you're willing to lose. Uh, dollar cost averaging, in my opinion, isn't a bad idea because we just don't know when this bottom will come. But we do know that we are already in bear market territory. And when people are more fearful is really the time to start dollar cost averaging in because the fear, of course, is what brings us these great price levels that, of course, won't be here forever. And so realize that when Bitcoin was at $10,000, we were all wanting Bitcoin and willing to pay 10000 for it. And now when it's under 5000 people get fearful. And that's how markets work. They work on our emotions. And so hopefully that has given you guys an understanding. My local coin shop was bone dry. Somebody said, yeah, you know, it's quite sad what's happening right now when it comes to, you know, precious metals. You see silver seeing huge declines. So definitely uh, agree with that. So Alok Shield says next target of Bitcoin is 2000. Well, it's very possible if we stay below that 200 week moving average. Um, at this point, we are watching this falling wedge. Anything below 4400, I would get worried about. Anything above 5500 would be a lot more positive if we can close above that 200 week moving average, in my opinion, because that would bring us back above a major support level, which we need to get above as soon as possible. So Sean Nevin says, thank you, Naeem. You're very welcome. Alok, question marks. Levius says, crazy, the price drops, but the physical market has huge demand. Interesting. Absolutely. Um, you know, it, it, it's just you had to understand that 
right now a lot of people want cash and the reason people want cash is they want to run to a asset that they can rightfully spend if needed and understand this though what most people don't realize is how the federal bank and our economy works and when the federal bank is printing cash at the levels that they are 1.5 trillion in quantitative easing which is a good way to say we're printing money then it starts to devalue the us dollar especially being one of the world's powerful currencies but just being printed the way it is it starts to devalue the dollar and this is not something new it's something that's been going on for quite some time and i think that the coronavirus was the needle that really exposed the fallacies of our market and the reason i say that is it was really in 2008 when they started purchasing major assets with the federal bank's money which is pretty much printing money into these assets and overinflating what they really are worth and what the market's willing to pay for and so it's an issue that's really been there for a very long time and it's interesting because you know what i find really interesting is the same time you can see on this chart when they started really printing money and injecting it into the system is when bitcoin was created right bitcoin was created at the end of 2008 into 2009 and that was exactly when the federal bank started to print money into the system so who knows maybe the government made bitcoin and said hey we're gonna launch bitcoin here 2008 2009 we're gonna print money in the economy make things look like they're still doing okay but at the end of the day we all know that bitcoin is going to be the end game you know so that might be a conspiracy theory and a little bit far-fetched but it's you know it, i think it's quite coincidental sometimes when you see things like that and you realize oh well bitcoin was created right when they started injecting money in the system so if you guys think that's a far-fetched opinion i'd love to hear your comments let's see here somebody said short term crypto precious metals equals stable money and currency i love it then can you watch bitcoin and break down what is happening nice two three four seven yeah we definitely do that on our discord if you guys are in our discord we definitely keep watch of bitcoin 24 7. we've been doing that for a very long time we break in 5500 well understand if we do break 5500 that would be very positive if you guys want to look at more of a micro trend all of these dotted lines represent the weekly major support and resistance levels so you can see right now we're heading into this consolidation zone so we'll most likely start testing that 5500 level here very soon um, I think that would most likely happen in uh, several hours once the U.S. markets open. I'm expecting a good push in the U.S. markets to the upside here, uh, being that we saw such major downside today. So that could definitely take Bitcoin above that $5,500 level. Once we're above that $5,500 level, we want to stay above that $5,500 level. We want to close on the daily. We don't want to just see a quick wick up here, or just stay above here for a short amount of time. We want to be above that, which is that green here. That's the 200-week moving average. And once we're above that, of course, you can see we've got this wedge here. And that falling wedge really ends at around that $6,900 level. And so that $6,900 level is where we want to break past. And so for us to go beyond that $6,900 level, which is right here, you can see that would take us out of this wedge. And that would be a very bullish break to the upside, potentially. Uh, I don't think that would happen unless we start to see uh, or confirm a bottom in the traditional equity markets. And so, you know, with the whole virus and stuff going on, most of that's priced in right now. And like I said earlier, for us to start seeing lower downside, it would have to be more bad news. And hopefully we don't see more bad news, of course. So if you guys appreciate this live stream, I know it's really late. I, I wasn't as, uh, I guess, precise 
with my, uh, you know, book giveaway and stuff. I didn't have the time to prepare that tonight, but um, appreciate you guys tuning in this late with me. Um, made sure to get this video out. And other than that, I, I do appreciate each and every one of you guys. I will be on the Discord here. And uh, let's see here. Shai says, 24-hour fitness just closed. That's not a good thing. I go to 24-hour sometimes when my gym is closed. It's only a matter of time before Bitcoin's utility becomes apparent. I agree 100% with that, Joshua. And the reason I say that is, you know, Bitcoin was created as soon as the Fed started injecting money into the system. As you can see, in 2008, 2009 is when they started doing that. And that's when Bitcoin was created. And it was created for that reason. When you look at the white paper, it was for a recession. So it's only a matter of time before things start to turn. But for now, people want cash. So that's why we're seeing downside. People want their cash. Let them have their cash. As soon as we start to see markets go up, I think equity, I think the way this is going to play out personally is we'll see equity markets starting to increase. We'll confirm a bottom. We'll confirm that it's over. We're not going to see any more downside. And then Bitcoin will continue to go up with equity markets, but it will outperform the equity markets. And that's my opinion, as it's done in the last decade, as it's done in the last five years, and as it's done in the last year, Bitcoin has outperformed every major asset, especially now that gold plunged. Bitcoin is now definitely outperform these assets even with the price levels that they're at right now so king says unless you in aussie and can't get more than 10k you fit yeah i heard a, a bank in the new york ran out of cash because a lot of wealthy people came in and cashed them out and wanted to have some cash on hand and that's what people want right now they want cash that's why you see all these assets falling um that's the opportunity though. Understand that our country has been through major illnesses in the past. Yes, this is a black swan event. Yes, this is a lot worse than the flu, but understand we have a great medical system. I have faith that we will find a cure as we've always done in the past. Uh, they just started testing vaccines today. And so once the fear is out of the way, people are going to rationalize things and realize, oh, well, dang, these market prices are where they were in 2017 but our economy is so much far ahead than where we were in 2017 we should start buying and so it's the same thing with bitcoin cure won't be until 2021 man levius yeah i understand that the vaccine doesn't come until then um however you know there's a lot of studies showing that the summertime the heat um really really you know, disables the half-life of the virus. I'm not going to say, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to sit here and try to go through the virus and, and act as if I know what's going on. You know, I, I barely trust what I read in the news, um, you know, but I try to only look at valid resources at the end of the day. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, well, you know, the, the half-life of the virus is uh, completely demolished with uh, any sort of heat above 76 degrees. Yeah, I'm not going to be that person, you know. Uh, at the end of the day, we don't know. You know, they, they barely know anything about this virus right now. So somebody said, be safe, everyone. Yeah, of course, social distancing, all of that. Make sure you practice that. Um, most importantly, you know, um, you have to care for those that have pre-existing conditions. If you have any family, you know, that's that's what we know. But um, of course, that's information that's public. So I'm not going to sit here and, uh, you know, emulate the CDC for you guys. But I wanted to be very clear with um, my stance right now. Um, I'm still dollar cost averaging as normal for my long-term positions. I'm still trading Bitcoin. As you guys know, we're going short, we're going long, we're taking advantage of this volatility. We're being more careful than usual. So there's more quality alerts than there are uh, number of alerts. And, you know, I, I, I halted all stock signals with our analysts recently 
as we've seen the downturn. We plan to resume that soon here with our new stock analyst coming on board. And, you know, I'm very optimistic for the next coming weeks. Um, I'm very excited to see what happens in the next few days. And, uh, you know, all I can say is stay safe, everyone. Realize that this too shall pass and we will make it through this together. So thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to like the video if you appreciated this. And I will see you guys on Wednesday. Sean says, I would really love one of your books. Well, we'll give away a book on Wednesday or somebody in the comments. We're doing the comments every day. I just didn't have a book to give away today. So um, I'll do that the next one. But thank you, Yasmin Shabhar. Thank you for tuning in as well. So I'll see you guys later. Good night. It's almost 4 a.m. here and uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in.